got a good ring to it. What does? Your host, Melissa Roman. It sounds, um, sounds really fake. <laughs> for the sexiest cigar podcast in the nation, The Good Cigar, with your favorite host and mine, Al Roman. Well, hello and welcome to The Good Cigar. I'm your host, Al Roman, and is with me, with me always, as always. I have, Easier and, said than done. <laughs> yeah, I haven't started drinking yet, and that's just, that's just the way it's been today, but uh, is the wonderful, the talented, the beautiful, the magnificent. He's the stalling while he remembers my name. The Melissa. The Melissa is back. Hello. I was just calling you hot pants, but, you know. Hot lips. Hot lips. Who mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, um, today we've got a great show. We're so excited to ever have everyone back here listening to us. And we're out back at the Good Cigar Lounge once again, enjoying this beautiful Sunday Texas afternoon. Uh, a little breeze coming through. The Not wind chimes. Not much of a breeze. Uh, do you see the flag standing on end out there? Yeah. It's some- hot. Just because it's hot, there's still a breeze out here. It's hot air that's blowing oh, on me. Yeah, that will then shut your pie hole. Wow. Okay. <laughs> I'm your co-host, Melissa Roman, checking out. <laughs> Bye. I'll go back inside where it's nice and where cool. It's nice and cool. But I have a, uh, I've made you a refreshing drink. You did. And yeah. I've got you a great little cigar here. We're going to try out. And uh, why don't you tell them while I light this up? Tell them what we're smoking today. So. It's a little, little chubby scar. What are you looking at me like that for? <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's, I'm going to light this cigar like up. You're like 12 years old. Yeah, I know. I'm going to light the cigar up. The Balmoral Anejo Exo Escuro, the 5x50. Robusto. The company is the Dutch company Royal Agio. Agio? Agio. The wrapper is sun-grown, stalk-cut Mexican San Andreas. The binder is Dominican Allure. The filler is Dominican Allure, Nicaraguan Jalapa? Jalapa? Jalapa. Jalapa. An exclusive stalk-cut Brazilian Mata Norte. Mild to medium cigar. No, I do like a good Brazilian. Note to self. Mild to medium cigar. Complex notes of dark chocolate, espresso, and black pepper that finish with a smooth, underlying, natural sweetness. And a 92 rating in Cigars and Spirits magazine. $9.50, which is a little bit more than last week's cigar. Yeah, and this is a Robusto. Um, and this Balmore, did you read on there where it showed? Uh... Yeah, I read the whole thing. Well, this is a, uh, this is a, um, a Dutch company that owns this, this tobacco. And uh, they're tr- working on they, – they got around here on 2018 or so. Uh, but they've got – this is their Balmora, and, Balmoral. And it's uh, – like I said, they're trying to get into this market to see. And uh, Scar and Spirits gave it a, a 92, I think it was. Yeah, 92 on their uh, scoring. And uh, so it's an aged tobacco that they do. And I've always been a big fan of the San Andreas, Mexican San Andreas. So we're going to try this one out. I'm not sure how this is going to go. But I did want to since it's a hot – day in texas here right mm-hmm. where i think we're 96 98 today probably easily yeah um is that i made you a mojito yes baby <clears throat> homegrown mint see how you like it I, 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 my understanding is it's going to transition some so just uh see what you get out, out of the first part of this i got the cocoa and mm-hmm. and like some baker's chocolate in there um i'm getting and, the espresso uh, yeah, I haven't got the espresso yet in there, no? but uh, no, but I got a little bit of the pepper um, right up front. That pepper was there. Not, it's not like a super, just like a, a black pepper, just kind of there. Yeah, I get the pepper. But it's an easy draw cigar. It's like a medium pack. The wrapper is. It's a screw. It's a dark wrapper. That thing is aged dark wrapper on that. So it's, uh, I'm liking it. Spicy espresso. Spicy espresso. That's what we're going to go with. Okay. The spicy espresso. But to pair with this, because it is a hot day, and I thought the cigar may have a little bit of pepper in it or some spice up in there, I went and got, I chose to make us mojito with the Cruzan four-year rum. And Because you love me. Because I love you. And we have fresh mint growing, so I just went out there, nipped some fresh mint, went in there and mixed it up for you. And for the mojito drink, it's got uh, 10 fresh mint leaves, 
It's got a half a lime cut into four wedges, and I, I just crushed them down. I, I cut them in half and have a squeezer, so that's you what I did. Them? Yeah, I, I muddled the. So, well, I'm going to tell you about that. I'm going to tell you how it's done. So I should shut my pie hole. You, <laughs> take another drink, <laughs> or puff on your cigar. Um, and it's got two tablespoons of white sugar uh, in there, and I used I use um, the white sugar and then also i just like to put because white sugar just is so hard sometimes kind of dissolve down mm-hmm. i used a turbinado sugar which is like a raw sugar in there and i when i put that in the muddling cup it does help when you're muddling everything up but i'm going to get into that too as well so um you can use either white sugar or the you know turbinado sugar whatever you'd like to use uh, ice cubes and two fluid ounces of white rum now my two fluid two fluid ounces are more like three per glass yeah because these are tall glasses so there's these are bigger than your restaurant glasses they're taller so i said you know what i'm going to go an extra ounce in there because i like to pour heavy anyway and then it's got a half a cup of club soda so you place all the mints and the lime wedge into a sturdy glass and i like to go ahead and put the the sugar in there the turbinado because it really when you're muddling and you've got that in your shaker and you're kind of muddling that up with your your muddler it uh, really helps to crunch up and break down because you're wanting the oils and the mint to come out and so that, it, that's what I did is I put I put the terminado sugar in there because it's a very grainy sugar and put that in there when I'm doing the, the mojito with the lime juice and the, and the mint in there. And it seems to do a pretty good, pretty good job. And then you uh, add your wedges and sugar and muddle again to release the lime juice. And uh, I like to put a strainer on there. And I do the strainer. And in the instructions here, it says do not strain the mixture because... Typically, you're going to have on this, you see, you know, where you have like the whole crushed mint. No, you mint, do that for me. Yeah. And, and that's what I do for you. So when you see my picture of it, you're like, well, that's got tiny little pieces of mint. How'd you get that so fine? Instead of the whole bunch of it in there, it's mm-hmm. because Melissa doesn't like greens in her drink, unless it's a, uh, a Bloody, Bloody Mary. Bloody Mary. Yeah. So green as in olives. <laughs> yeah, so that's what I did on this one was I went ahead and strained it in for her like because that's what she likes. And then I pour it over the ice and then you uh, put in your rum and then you fill the glass with carbonated water and you stir it to taste. And if you need more sugar, add a little bit more sugar to it and uh, garnish with a lime wedge. And that's what I did. So it's uh, it's uh, it's very tasty. It is pretty tasty, isn't it? I am. Uh, thanks for not saying I'm high maintenance. No, baby. It was implied, but that's OK. Yeah, everybody knows. It's OK. I don't have to say anything. Everybody knows. Oh, my goodness, that is so tasty. That says love right there. It does. You know, that's not going to last the whole show. You no, may have to make we're a... We're going to have to take a break and we have to make some have more. To, yeah. Because that's Just that's going to happen. That's going to happen. We're going to make some more of that. So we're it's smoking. a nice compliment to the cigar. See, I, I was hoping it would you be. You did good. Yeah, I think it actually... Um, Compliments the flavors in the mm-hmm. in the cigar, doesn't it? It is a spicy cigar. Yeah. You're stretching my palate today. <laughs> I do like stretching you your palate. Do. Expanding that palate. Uh-huh. And this is one I've been wanting to try, and I've got a couple more Balmoral, uh, but they're Connecticut's. Um, but since we did a Connecticut last week, I wanted to do this Oscuro Maduro type dark uh, one. It's really, and so far the smoke is really nice on it. Um, I was kind of, it was kind of a little bit harsh at first and then it just went boop. Okay. Just mellowed out this and just the amount of time we've been talking, it's mellowed that out. So this is pretty tasty. I'm really, really liking this so far. You know, it's not, uh, I know they give it a 92, uh, and so far it's not like off the wall, like some of the ones we've had on here that were just like, Oh my God, this is a great cigar, right? Yeah. Like the OM cigars, right? Right. The ones that had, those are just blew me away. You know, and you've got the Amandola. The Nova Congress. The Nova Congress and uh, uh, the Nova Sultan. I mean, there's so many Novas that were so the good. The Leo X. The Leo X. I mean, just blew me out of the water. And the uh, McAuliffe Medallia. I mean, those were mm-hmm. like game changers when I tried them out. I was like, wow, this is putting the new level stuff. It's not that, but it is a good cigar. And for 9 bucks and 50 cents. Uh, that's really not a bad uh, price on that, just for this one. But it's really pretty nice. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm liking it. Yeah, good. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty use, good. Use your words. I'm using my words. It's spicy. Um, I'm telling you, it's when you get a little bit further down, it's going to mellow out. Okay. It's huh. going to transition. I'm working on that getting pepper, mellow. Because that pepper just went just down, gone, just about gone. And so we're drinking the mojito with it, which is a great drink for this uh, hot day out here. Just enjoying that. And I've got a special, special 
guest interview on this show today. You had fun talking to him. I had a blast talking with this guy. His name is Bruce Bush of the Cigar Journal Magazine, and he's a writer and editor for Cigar Journal Magazine. And he goes around to different uh, lounges and writes about them and cigars. It's a dream job, actually. Oh, my gosh. I get to do that. And he also does things in – because he's – He's so dang intelligent, smart that he's got. He speaks like four languages. I don't think it's French, German, Spanish, and then there's another one. So anyway, he's really, really good, and he's very, very talented. And it was such a joy talking with him and interviewing him, then and all the things that he does. So let's get to the interview to hear that and hear him and uh, see how that goes. Okay, babe. Okay, that let's sounds- do that. Well, hello, and today with me on the show, I have Bruce Bush from Cigar Journal. He's a journalist extraordinaire, and uh, what an amazing person. So, hello, and how are you doing, sir? Hey, what's going on? Happy to be with you today, Al. Yeah, thanks for being on the show and then joining us here. Um, It's all about the cigar experience, and I, I couldn't wait to talk to you. Put on by a friend of mine that said, hey, you need to talk to this guy. He knows his stuff, and he's pretty cool. You need to talk to him. A uh, Heather was telling yeah, me that, about you. Great, great. Now I got to live up to all that. Yeah. See, <laughs> see, I'm putting you on a pedestal right, right away. That way, it's got to be good. <laughs> well, Bruce, you're a journalist for Cigar Journal. Tell me about um, kind of how you got started doing that and how you got into the to doing that. I mean, because that seems like an incredible job. Uh, it is. It really is. The way I got into it is my buddy Rick Rodriguez, who's the cigar master of CAO. He came back from the Vegas trade show in the summer of 2014 right and i have been working i still am i'm a foreign language teacher at a high school here in tampa i also teach college and i I teach german spanish and english and i also know french but i tutor i tutor kids in french on the side and he came back and he was like you know there's a magazine called cigar journal and they typically uh clientele for the most part in europe they have a dual language magazine in europe where they print in German and English, but now they're doing a North American version and for parts elsewhere, Spain and wherever else, that's going to be in Spanish and English. And they need someone to proofread and translate. And they said, they got to know German, they got to know Spanish, they got to know English, and they got to know the cigar business. And I was like, my God, man, God is smiling upon me right now. No kid, that's these- a perfect fit. I mean, who I mean, who else would have all that kind of, uh, you know, on their resume? Like, you know, no, I do that. Yeah, that's me. Yeah, and so I was like, <laughs> I, I was like, I knew all these... Uh, wayward concepts that I had under my belt would come together one day. (laughs) So uh, email, I had an email. I I still have not met Reinhold Wittmeyer, the CEO of the company. Uh, We talk on email and we've been on Zoom together and all that, but I haven't been there yet to to his offices in Austria. But I had to do an interview on an email in German. I had to do an email German interview, email in English interview, an email Spanish interview. And then uh, you're what we're looking for, right? And so in July of 14, they're like, you're what we're looking for. Didn't hear another thing. And in January 2015, I'm sitting there with my wife having breakfast on the morning. I'm, and I was like, oh, my God, they hired me, right? It's like, welcome aboard. <laughs> Translate this. I'm like, I almost fell out of my friggin' chair, man. I'm yeah. Like, oh I'm on board. <laughs> <laughs> You're part of the crew now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I did that. I did the proofreading and translating for about three years. And then they, they opened up this online cigar journal. Uh, well, they already had a, a, an online format, right, for cigar right. journal. But they opened up this thing called Cigar Friendly, right? And what they're trying to do is they're trying to get an article done on all these different places where you could smoke a cigar, not necessarily a brick and mortar cigar lounge, but it could also be like a, like a craft brewery with a beer deck where you can go out there and fire up a cigar and no one bothers you. Yeah. Any place that's cigar friendly, like, like write them all up. So we can, you know, over the course of like 10 years, get like this massive database. So when people are like, you know, they're in Dallas or Tampa or Des Moines, Iowa, where can I smoke a cigar? You go there, you can figure it out, you know? Oh, yeah, that's great. I'm, and I've been, I looked at your articles, and I, I subscribe to Cigar Journal as well, which I, I love the magazine. Uh, and the articles that are put in there, they're very, very thorough, and it's just really good reading. Uh, I have two I have two in the edition coming out uh, in a couple of weeks with Davidoff on the cover. Oh, wow. I can't yeah. wait to get it. Now, I'm going to have to get you a signed copy because I'm really fanboyish. I'm, I'm, I'm a big, huge fan of cigar culture, so yeah, I'm going to have to get you to sign one and, and uh, send it to me. Uh, it, because... would be, it would be. That that's a done deal, bro. If that's what you want, that's gonna happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, because my wife goes, "You're such a geek." I went, "I know, I know. I can't help it." But it's really cool stuff. And I, I've I told uh, 
at a uh, cigar event, I've told several people, uh, the manufacturers that I've met across with, especially doing the podcast, that uh, I said, you know, I don't know, like all the culture, like the current, like who's singing what and who's what rock star this is. I said, but in the cigar world, I said, you people are my rock stars. That's who yeah. I know who is. I know where your tobacco fields are. I know who your family is. I know your background. I said, you're my rock stars. And every one of them go, wow. You know what, Al? I, I, you know, I, I'm a big sports fan. And one, one sport that I really never watched is NASCAR, right? Yeah. But I've been to Daytona before. Friends have taken me there. And if you ever go to a – and, again, I'm not a fan of NASCAR. But if you ever go to a NASCAR race, you'd be amazed – how you'll be drinking a beer next to Rusty Wallace. You'll be like, you know, have a cigar with, with the pit crew. They're so approachable. And, and that's why I think NASCAR gets its strength from, you know, I mean, I live in Tampa and, you know, you're not going to really go drink beers with the Buccaneers no. or Lightning or something like that. You know, they're, they're kind of, you know, a little bit apart from you. But the cigar world, everyone's super approachable. I mean, these guys, Rick Rodriguez, Pete Johnson, I mean, I mean you know, Tony Gomez, Nick Bordeaux, these guys are cool as hell. You know, they, they're just like regular people, though. And, you know, they don't yeah. I don't guess they don't see that, man. Y'all are like, y'all are like, like, wow, that's Nick Perdomo. That's right. That's really, really cool. You know, he's he's right there. You know, you want to get his autograph and go on. But I have to my wife has to keep me contained on that. She was, you know, you're getting really fanboyish. Went, uh, OK, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. so so um, you want me to talk about how I got into uh, this concept now, brick and mortar? I, well, I want to know, too, how you got started, really, with cigars. Now, I read a deal on you, and you were talking about the in the article about uh, the Honduran and going to go visit, kind of getting into cigars and how that really transformed it. Um, and, and that was really eye-opening for me, too, as well, when I went to the Podormo factory. So I want, can you right. tell me about that and kind of how you got into cigars in, 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 in your life? Yeah, um, it was a funny story, man. So... Uh, I only had like a couple of cigars, you know, here and there in my early 20s, right? And then when I was 28 years old, I met my wife and we were dating, right? Mm -hmm. And she was part of the whole women in the late 90s that are like, you know, white collar professionals smoking cigars. She was like all caught up in that, you know? Yeah. And she was like, uh, hey, we're going to our friend's house and we're going to have cigars. And I was like, cigars? I was like, I don't smoke (laughs) cigars, right? And she's like, like, come on, it'll be fun, right? So I didn't know the first thing about cigars and we're at these people's house. We're on this lake. He's at this big, massive humidor. He's like, you know, what do you want? I was like, I don't know. Give me anything, right? And I, for, I forgot what he gave me. I want to say it was a punch, but I really don't know, right? right. I smoked it, and I was digging and like, tell me about it. And I started talking about the flavors. The guy's looking at me. He's like, bro, you got a palate. I was like, really? And then, uh, and then I remember the second cigar I had was a La Flor Dominicana, which was, uh, I didn't know it at the time. But Lito Gomez was, like, brand new in the industry. It was 1998. Mm-hmm. So I was smoking, like, one of his, you know, I'm not going to say his seminal project, but maybe the second or the third or something like that, you know? Wow. And so it was really an honor for me to meet him and Tony uh, a few, a couple of months ago. So then from there, I just started enjoying cigars. I started going around cigar smokers like most guys, you know, get, picking up the swag, learning whatever. And then in 2005... I went to a smoker in St. Petersburg, Florida, right by Tampa. And Rick Rodriguez was the guy hosting it. He was a cigar rep. He wasn't a master. He was just the West Coast of Florida cigar rep for General Cigar. And I remember listening to him, and I was like, this guy's all right, man. I mean, usually these guys don't explain, usually don't explain that much, but he's going into, like, the leaf and the primings and the lijero and the seco. And I'm like, I'm just sitting on my jaw, like, on the ground, like, holy shit, I'm walking out of this knowing a lot more than I did when I walked in, you know? And yeah. uh, and then, <laughs> this is the greatest part, May 2006, I buy my house in North Tampa, right? Our, our second house, right? Yeah. Walk down the street, <clears throat> Rick Rodriguez is my neighbor. He lives four houses away from me. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, you're that guy. You're yeah, that guy. guy, yeah. And, and then the rest is history. Then I've just been, you know, I've, I've uh, I actually taste a lot for General Cigar. A lot of the uh, prototypes come through Rick's garage. Oh. So a cigar called Session. Have you heard of uh, CAO Session cigar? Yes, yes, I have. Okay, like the Session is the session that we have where Rick and like his five buddies, we get together in the garage and we try cigars and we're like, okay, this, yes, this, no, this, yes, this, no. And that 
and I was like the first person to try the session cigar, or one of the first two or three to try the session, as well as the flathead and all that. Because I'm always part of his tasting room as well. Oh my god, yeah, I love all those cigars too. They're just greatness. Mm-hmm. And that's incredible that you get to be right there. I mean, he's just your neighbor, and he's like, "Yeah, no, come over here, and we're going to smoke yeah, cigars yeah. and and get to know them." And I think that's uh, something that's really unique in, in all these different cultures, but the cigar culture. The people treat you just like family, just like another person, and there's nothing, you know, there's no class or anything. It's like, no, no, you're enjoying a cigar. I trust you, and I like you. Right, right, exactly. You know? And that's you how know, that a works. Buddy, a, buddy of mine, a buddy of mine is a master mason here in Florida, right? Mm-hmm. And he's been, and the masons are a great organization, great organization. Yes, they he's are. Been trying to get me, he's been trying to get me to join. I'm like, brother, I love you to death. I don't need to join. I already belong to the cigar smokers of the world. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Exactly that. (laughs) Well, a lot of your articles I've read are about going to these cigar lounges that you go to. Right. And I mean, there's just some great ones there. And it's always, it's, you know, they don't get a lot of exposure. Some of these lounges or places, just like you said, like the brewery that you could go to, but people want to know that. And I think that's such a unique thing. What's been your favorite place to go to that you've been to so far that you said, wow, this place has that something really unique about it. And they all do granted. Everyone has its own thing, but which one has been your favorite so far? You know, it's funny you say that because (laughs) out of all the uh, videos that I've done on the channel so far, the one I like the most is one I haven't been to yet. It's up in Charlotte, North Carolina called Tailored Smoke, right? Yeah. And I, I've been to all the ones in, in the Tampa Bay area, you know, and, you know, I think the cigar lounges a lot of times they, they capture the identity of the city. Like if you go to cigar lounges in Tampa, they're so different than ones in Miami. It's not even funny. It's night and day. Miami has more of like a nightclub, hot chicks walking around in skimpy dresses, which, you know, is pretty cool and all yeah, that. I'm yeah, all, I'm all for that, too. So Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but, but, camp, but camp has got like a, like it, there's a, there's a, there's a class, there's a more of a gentleman kind of like a aspect to this cigar mm-hmm. lounge, you know? And then my buddy's in Charlotte, uh, North Carolina. His name is Preston Gray. Tailored Smoke is his lounge. And I watched it. I was like, that's really freaking cool. Everyone is a member. Right. Mm-hmm. And then he does. I mean, and you know, a lot of cigar lounges have the same things, but he's got this cool thing called, I'm going to say, right, cigar tenders. Right. Yes. Yes. So I've all the humidors are behind the bar. And you got to talk with your tobacconist and be like, yeah, I'm a medium body guy. I like a little nut, a little oat. I like a taste of leather. I like this. And you guys like dial in your cigar and they have a hashtag, are you smoking the right cigar? And I just, find that to be really unique. So you're asking me which my favorite one is. I didn't actually do the interview for that one. I just did the opening and press shot it and he sent it to me. But I find that one to be the most intriguing. That is pretty unique too. And I, and I really like that, that kind of concept. Um, in the, cause they're like a, at, when you go to a bar, it's like a mixologist, right? Hey, what do you like? Right. Well, I, I like this. You know what? I've got a good drink for you. Try this out. And with a tobacconist, he can do that and go, look, you know, you want these favorite profiles of what you're liking to. Well, I know this is what, you know, you're saying you want. I can get you that one, but have you tried this one here? Because I think you're going to like that one and pick right. that perfect cigar for them as well. And right. uh, trying new and kind of getting out of your, your usual box or wheelhouse is something that, that I love about cigars because there's always something new coming out. And even though it's tobacco leaves, everything is just tobacco leaves. And it could be mm-hmm. from the same, they could take two manufacturers, can take the same ingredients and just like a chef can turn that each one into a, a different flavored cigar, depending on how they process that cigar, how they make Absolutely. it, which is so really cool and unique that they can do that. Yeah, you know, it's so funny. I, I, I interviewed Nick Perdomo because I work for uh, La Matura de Cigar, the French magazine also. And I interviewed Nick Perdomo for the French magazine. And one of his big things is he's like, he's like, I make a new cigar once every couple of years. I don't bust out like two a year. And he's like, do you have anything new? And he's like, well, have you smoked my champagne reserve? Well, no, it's new to you, isn't it? So, <laughs> That's right. And, and, and I, I like that concept. And you know what, man? I, I, I Since I've been uh, researching him, I did his interview. And like, mm-hmm. right, I have not stopped smoking Perdomo cigars. And here I am right now. My, you know, There's a lot going on in your brain when you smoke a cigar. You're kind of like is this guy on the same page as me? The guy that made it, the creator of the cigar, are we on the same page? And a lot of times you smoke a cigar and you're like, we're not. Right. You're over here. You're over here. You're trying to knock me over with body 
or you're so light that I, you know, I, I should pair this with a glass of milk or something. So like a lot of times, <laughs> you know, I'm not, a, but I'm smoking these. And I'm like, damn, I think Nick Perdomo and I were separated at birth or something. Cause like I'm smoking his cigars and I love them. My point to all this is that I wasn't a Perdomo smoker till about a week and a half ago, you know, it's and surprising, here I, yeah. 50 years, 50 years old and I'm smoking them. And I'm like, this is going to be a staple in my life from now on. So that's a really cool thing about cigars as well, you know? It, it truly, truly is. And I smoked Perdormos every now and then. Um, and then this this year, early on this year, I went to Nicaragua to the Perdormo factory tour. And you smoked Perdormos all day long. And I got to try all the different lines going through there. And I was just in heaven at, one, the procedures and everything that they do, but the, the cigars that they put out and how they were always, always just so good. You know, you'd have right. one and you go to the next one. And it's some, you know, some of the ones I just never had tried, like you said. And uh-huh. all of a sudden you're like, wow, well, this, you know what? This is a new cigar. I haven't tried it yet. And just right. amazing. And they were so, they were so good. Arthur Kemper gave uh, my tour uh, when we were there and he was absolutely amazing and just so much knowledge. You know, you're just drinking from the fire hose when you go to these things because there's so much coming at you. Uh, Amen. To, to go into I'm, that, it's, it's it's overload, man. Like the whole plane ride back to the United States, you're like your brain's like unpacking the knowledge. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm still unpacking it, man. <laughs> right, right, right. I'm still unpacking that. <laughs> so, what's uh, right now? What is your uh, favorite cigar that you're really enjoying? Oh well, you know what? I'm not going to lie. I'm smoking the Perdomo um, Reserve, <laughs> yeah. Sun and I'm 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 a thousand percent in love with it right now. But beyond that, I like to smoke. Uh, I like to smoke LFD. Mm-hmm. I love I love what uh, what what Tony and Lido are doing with that. Uh, I like to smoke Tatuaje. I smoke a lot of um, I smoke a lot of CAO because my boy Rick Rodriguez. Sure. I'm not gonna lie. I love the Flathead, and I'm and I'm oh not just saying gosh. it's my best friend, but the Flathead is is something else. And then I'm smoking the Session a lot right now too. And nice. that's a phenomenal cigar as well. Yes, it is. And I'm a huge fan of the Flathead as well. Love that cigar. Just a, such a good, tasty, tasty one of that. Have you tried right. the Nova? Have you tried the Nova cigars? No, no. Where is that from? They're out of Miami, and their cigars come from the Dominican. And uh, I have just fallen in love with their whole line. Uh, I'll have to no, send. You, I'll have to send you some, brother, because they are just that good of cigar uh, that yeah, I, that I enjoy. And uh, Leo. And uh, Ari there at Nova Cigars are incredible good people. That would be really good people to talk to as well. They are just incredible uh, in their story, how they're get, they're getting going, uh, rocking it out with that. But, you know, I find, and people have asked me that too, uh, you know, what's your favorite cigar? You know, it's really the one I'm smoking right then. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> because I pick up I one cigar and then I try, and every week, you know, we do cigars on the show. And the next, the next cigar, I'm like, oh my God, this is my favorite now too. How, how, how can this be? You know, but it's just... Whatever cigar I'm smoking in, that's my favorite cigar right then and there because it, it fits the time and the place and the atmosphere right. that I'm wanting. Right, right. And and, and you get on – I mean, it's like anything else. You know, it's like when I, I drink – I'm a beer lover. I like whiskey too. I know a lot of cigar guys like whiskey, but I'm more of a beer guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'll get on my IPA train for a while. Then I'll get tired of all the hops and I'll go to like a red ale and then I'll yeah. go to a, a Czech Pilsner, you know. So, I mean – and then when I, when I do that, I find my cigar tastes follow or – I'll change up my cigar taste and my beer taste will follow. I mean, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a constant game of palatal cat and mouse. <laughs> <laughs> it really, you know, it's chasing the dragon's tail, just constantly, right. constantly exactly. changing with that and going with that. What's, right. been, what's been your, uh, your, the most interesting place that you've gone to or person that you've talked to, uh, with all the interviewing that you do, because I mean, you're, you're talking to so many people in so many locales, uh, Tell me, is there anyone that you said, wow, this person just stands out? And it could, didn't, you know, they may even be just about a li- liquor. They don't necessarily have to be about cigars, uh, but during your adventures. Yeah, I'm going to, uh, absolutely. I'm going to talk about my boy Arnold Serafin here in Tarpon Springs, Florida. He's got, he's got a cigar shop in Tarpon Springs. I don't know how familiar you are with this area, but in, basically Tampa Bay is like Hillsborough County and Pinellas County, and mm-hmm. Tampa is Hillsborough County, and Clearwater St. Pete is like Pinellas County. And the northern tip of Pinellas County is a beachy town called Tarpon Springs, where the Greeks moved in there about, about like 100 years ago. And they started diving for sponges because there's a climate there just like the islands of Greece, right? Yeah. So it's a very it's – a, if you go there, you think you're in Greece. I mean, Greek is the language and all that. It's pretty cool. And he's this Cuban guy in the middle of all of it, <laughs> right? And he's like, yeah, he's like, I'm the only Hispanic like on the street, you know? And, uh, and he has a cigar shop, and he makes his own cigars. And brother, I'm telling you right now, 
you want the best three dollar cigar on earth and not not even lying get a bundle of his cigars like they're 75 dollars for a bundle of 25 and uh it's a three dollar stick and you'll smoke and you'll be like holy crap man i mean you know are they are they as good as you know uh, 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 my father or Drew Estate? I'm mean, pr- probably not, you know. But I mean, are they really good for three dollars? Yeah. Oh, and the yeah. cool thing about him is he's like fourth generation cigar maker, man. Like his great grandfather. Wow. Yeah, and and uh, he just runs a tight little shop in Tarpon Springs. So he's definitely his whole enterprise is probably the coolest thing I've seen yet. That is just incredible, and that's what I love about the, like this show and getting out with the, in the cigar culture, is getting out new places. Like I have never heard of that gentleman in that area there, but now right. I'm going to. Now I'm going to be looking him up, and I'm going to be finding out because now I want a bundle of those cigars. I'm like, oh, that sounds really tasty. <laughs> yeah, he's got a, he's got a video on my uh, on my channel. Go to Serafin de Cuba Cigars. Check it out. It's awesome, man. I sure will, man. That is greatness there. Uh, for that right there is there any uh new places that you're going to be going to here that you're looking forward to or new uh stories that you could uh, kind of give us a heads up on that you're going to be covering yeah uh, i'm working with a girl melanie cisco let me give her a, a shout out little cisco kid on instagram and um she's kind of like my south florida correspondent mm-hmm. and right now on my laptop i've got a video of uh burned by rocky patel in uh, naples oh so, nice yeah, that's going to go live probably Monday, I'm thinking, you know. So uh, right now I've got that. I've got Freedom and Vicente Cigars down there. I've got Bold Cigars. Shout out to Alan Kate up in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Michigan's really struggling with the coronavirus, so yeah, <clears throat> they're opening up a little later than most people. I think June 8th. There's also, um, I'm working with The Leaf Life in Atlanta, Georgia, and I Spy Cigars in Phoenix, Arizona. So those are kind of the next ones to roll on out. They're all working with me right now. Oh, I forgot Lord Puffer Cigar in uh, Escondido, north of San Diego. Angela and JJ are putting together a video for me right now as well. Oh, that's that's greatness. We're going to look really forward to seeing those. And you know, and where can people find you at um, to, uh, to locate you one of your to, videos and your stories and your articles? Yeah, go to YouTube and look up Brick Mortar and Smoke by Cigar Journal. And please subscribe and like and I'm telling everyone the subscriptions are really important because, like, that's how we get the cross-marketing between these cigar bars. Like, you know, if you're in Michigan and you go to Bold and Grand Rapids and you subscribe, well, you know what? When you're on vacation in Florida, you're not going to have any problem finding a place to smoke a cigar because you're going to see all the places that we have because you subscribed and the cross-referencing is working back and forth, you know? So it's Brick Mortar and Smoke by Cigar Journal on YouTube. Greatness. Well, I'll put a link to that as well uh, when this comes out. And I I think that it is so important that to help people out do their research. Um, When we had gone last year to Santa Fe, New Mexico, I didn't know that that was a very anti-smoking, especially cigars, uh, locale. And so I was rather disappointed. I thought it's like where I'm at. And I had I done my research, I would have known, and uh, we would have probably gone, you know, to someplace else that was more uh, cigar friendly. Because I was like, I'm going to be in Santa Fe. I'm smoking some cigars, and they're like, No, no, you're not. In the whole city, I I love Santa Fe. In the whole city, you can't smoke. There's no lounges there. Um, There's no. You can't smoke at the top of a bar. You can't smoke at the top of a restaurant. You can't smoke on the street. Um, you can't, you can't sm- walk down the street to Santa Fe smoking a cigar. No, no, no. They will, they will, they will write you citations. They will, they will hook you up on that. Yeah. And so the only place we got to is up in the mountains. You could go up into the mountains and we went up there and I was able to smoke a cigar up there, which was the best place to smoke because being in the woods and in the mountains right. that they're watching that. But uh, right. in the whole place of Santa Fe, you cannot, it's just like, nope, not doing it. Wow. So that's crazy. That's why I think <laughs> like your your website there or the, you know, on the YouTube brick and mortar and smoke is so important for people to find and locate because you can see what places I need to go to. This is going to be a cigar friendly place and I, I'm going to want to go there, uh, which is, uh, is so important because you got to do some research and so you have to know somebody and like those people aren't, they don't advertise here in Texas because why should they? Right. They're over there, right? But now I can right. look from Texas. I can go down there. I can look at that and go, oh, you know what? When we go to Tampa, we go to somewhere in Florida, I can look at that and go, this is where we need to go. And I want to go there to go check it out. Exactly. Exactly. And that's, that, that's the whole point. That's the whole point. Also, the point is, you know, go to these places and buy your cigars. Yes. Don't buy them online and bring three cigars in and just fire up your cigar in someone else's lounge. I mean, come on, man. That leather chair you're sitting in, 
they paid for that. It's sitting in there, air conditioning <laughs> in your face. I mean, you know, they're, they're they're pouring you a glass of whiskey. Come on, man, buy a cigar from them. Yeah, you know? buy a cigar from them. Help support them out because they're they're providing that lounge area for you uh, to mm-hmm. enjoy and the camaraderie that you get there. So yeah, support. We we're very big on supporting the local brick and mortar places uh, because they they provide such an avenue for us that we normally a lot of cigar enthusiasts can't get to. Right? You just can't go to a ball game and pop up with a cigar, but I can go there and I can be with uh, like-minded people who enjoy cigars and want to socialize because we're such a social creatures, uh, us, you know, people, the cigar enthusiast. And, you know, we're really seeing that now with the whole pandemic because like we've all flooded the internet, man. Like, you know, <laughs> we're all on zooms talking to each other. Yes. And firing up a cigar at our house. It's pretty good. You know what? I don't like the pandemic. I ain't going to lie. Right. No one does. Right. Right. But one cool thing is the networking in the cigar world has been cool as hell. Yes. It's really opened up even more, uh, especially people that were not like very computer savvy, all of a sudden have, have learned how to work that computer right. to get these hearths going and zooms right. and, uh, the social networking done on with a computer, you know, or their phone to really open up. And as I've met so many people just because I saw them on the hearth and we're talking about, Oh, how are you? Then we've met. Right. Absolutely, man. And, uh, and, and I've, I've met, you know, even some people I've seen some cigar lounges and then on hearths and all that, I'm like, Hey, Bruce Bush, Brick Mortar and Smug Man, hit me up, you know, and that's how I got a couple of guys to hop on and like, yeah, I'm gonna make a video for you. So yeah, that's yeah, been working well. That that is that is great, Bruce. I want to thank you so much for being on the show. Is there anybody else you need else you want to give a shout out to, or anything else you want to bring up? Because it's my show and we do what we want here. <laughs> no, I I think I'm good. I just uh, yeah, maybe one more place. There's a Fat Ash Cigar in Ashland, Kentucky. Uh, Dwight Atkins and his wife uh, own the place, and they're great people. And uh, they're so sweet, and I want to go up to Ashland, Kentucky, which is right by West Virginia and Ohio, and take the family there and do some camping and hiking. And, and I have a place to, you know, go back and have a cigar when I'm all done. So uh, Fat Ash Cigar in Ashland, Kentucky as well. Oh, see, this is great, because as you're talking, I'm writing notes down. I'm like, all right, this place, <laughs> now it's, it, my list grows daily of where, like, and I've got to go travel and go visit and to right, go to. Right. So now I'm like, okay, now that now that's on the list. That's the only one to go to. Well, thank you, Bruce, so much for being on the show. We sure do appreciate it, and we look forward to reading and uh, watching your videos. And I'll put a link on our website. Thank you so much for being on the show, sir. Al, the pleasure's all mine. I really appreciate what you're doing, brother. Ah, thank you. All right, take care. Well, he's a very interesting cat, isn't he? Yeah. He's that, got my dream job. Yeah. I mean, that is just so badass, getting to do that. And he's talked to and knows so many good people. Um, we're going to be doing more stuff together. I'm going to interview him again here before long because he's just got these great stories. In and the magazine, Cigar Journal, I, I get that magazine. And it's always got great articles in there. No, there. I was looking at some of them. The articles he did on the, the cigar lounges he went to in Florida. Yeah. And to know that, that you can go there to the website and find them and get them and hear all of what he does. And, you know, a lot of these smaller places, they don't have the money to really go out and promote, right? They just don't have the budget for that, especially right now after coming through with the COVID stuff. They just don't have the money for a lot. And uh, him providing some of that just by because, hey, I want you're, you have a cigar shop and I want people to know going over there and writing about him is pretty daggum cool and interesting. And he did such a good job with that. Well, the, he's got um, articles on lounges all across Florida, and I'm sure there are other places. Oh, but yeah, yeah. I, I looked at like four or five just in Florida. So if you're heading to Florida anytime soon and you want to know where to go, he would be a good source. He would be. So I noticed um, you're not a big fan of the uh, Bella Moral. It is very spicy. Try, try mine. Mine's not okay. spicy. Just All see right. if you get the same thing out of that. I mean, because it could it, be. It could, it be, could be that it's just so incredibly hot right now that it's sort of just making me cranky. Grumpy. You gonna turn my frown upside down, baby? <laughs> you know I can. You know I can. I'm hoping that uh, mojito chills you off and kind of gets you. Uh, it's the old juices flowing. Yeah, try mine. Okay. Yours is maybe I just want your cigar. Always yours is always better, even if we're smoking the same thing. Yeah, it's the same exact thing. <laughs> it's, uh, I've got her cigar now, and it's the same damn thing. Like, There's no flavor difference. This one. I mean, it was like, and it's not even that spicy. It was like, this is not. I mean, well, we know where Nelly gets it. Your bone is always better than oh mine. Oh my gosh! You see what I have to put up with, people, right? So if somebody sends me some sympathy. I will send them a. I will send them a. Uh, a really? Yeah. Is that if you email me at Al Roman of the Good Cigar and oh, just give me some yeah, sympathy? Yeah, please. And Tell you, him. And you feel my pain. 
then uh, I will send you out a patch. Uh, not a patch, but a decal. So I'll send you out a decal wow. for that because uh, somebody needs to feel my pain. And if you uh, go in there and you are all for Melissa, uh, I'm going to ban you from the show. <laughs> <laughs> That's wrong. I need my own email account. Yeah, yeah. I think there are people out there who feel sorry for me. I think if you email and you feel sorry for Melissa, you should get two decals. Yeah, we'll see how that works. Works out since I do all the mailing and shipping of everything. You're going to lie. No, nobody emailed for you, Melissa. Nobody. Yeah, nobody. Matter of fact, I got hate mail. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I got some hate mail on you. Whatever. So, yeah, I know. I know. But uh, I really enjoyed talking with him. Such a Bruce was such a great guy for that from the Cigar Journal magazine. And if you don't pick that up, pick up that that magazine. It's a quarterly magazine, and they've always got great articles on there and and the website's really good so check them out and i'll put a link to uh, bruce's youtube page uh on uh on our blog uh, when that goes up yeah definitely because those articles are very well done yeah those are very very well done and i want to get to next because i've got some big news on this stuff so i've moved it up i kind of changed up a little a little thing because normally we do the ask melissa right now okay but I am switching it up because we're going into the winner from last week and this week's contest and the special Father's Day contest we're Ooh. getting into, which is going to be some, I mean, some badass you, stuff. Have you told me what you want for Father's Day? More cigars. It's, you're, it's really you're, not that You'll hard. just order those yourself. You always do. You're like, oh, look what you got me for Father's Day. I'm like, oh, okay. I'll just use your credit card and I'll be like, oh, yeah, see what you got me. We have a joint account, babe. Yeah, but it's still like getting it from me. It's like the same thing for Christmas. It's still like getting it from you. I wrap my own gifts. I buy you good stuff for Christmas. <laughs> See, if you feel my pain, don't forget to email me at alroman at thegoodcigar.com. What kind of or pain do you have? You can go to the website, thegoodcigar.com, and tell me how much you, you, know, you feel my pain and suffering and that you have uh, prayers and blessings that uh, one day the uh, chaos will stop. And uh, I will send. I will, yard. And how, I will how could send, you possibly feel any pain? I will pain? send you out a patch, not a patch, a decal. You keep saying patch. I keep saying patch. Do you have patches? I do because I need to order more. We're getting very low on the patches. You're like obsessed with patches. We need uh, to get no, more patches. I like patches. Look at look at your beautiful yard and your beautiful pool. How it, can you possibly feel pain? You know, I was in that pool earlier, and when this when we finish this show, I'm probably going to get back in that pool again. Really, I didn't see any trunks in the bathroom. Where where'd you put your trunks? In the in the <laughs> cabinet where they normally are. <laughs> what do you say, Melissa? I'm, I, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. That's why we have a privacy yeah. fence. I don't. No tan lines, people. No tan lines. No tan lines. So you this week, so the rough. winner. Okay, so we've got a couple things. So last week Focus. we had the uh, Nova cigar. We had the Tequila Sheila, a uh, patch, a decal. And a shirt that we put in there, right? Right. So we did, oh, and, uh, well, that's just one of But anyway, that's what we won. So the winner from uh, last week's contest is Hamilton Johnson. Hamilton. for Hamilton Johnson. Way to go, brother. Way to Hamilton. go, Hamilton. So, Hamilton, you have one week to email me at alroomandthegoodcigar.com or go to the website, thegoodcigar.com, where you can leave an email is there as well, or find me on Instagram, The Good Cigar. Just get hold of me somehow and say, hey, I'm the winner, and uh, here's my address, and uh, I can get that shipped out to you. And enjoy that, because that was a good prize package, wasn't it? That was a very nice package. Yeah, I mean, that's just... Uh, Always impressed with your packages. Thank you, dear. <laughs> so this week's contest... Mm-hmm. Is the no? I'm going to give out a no, another Nova cigar, right? Because we mm. love the Nova. They're just huge. Hate to see those walk out the door, them. though. I know. And then I'm going to give it no more tequila, Sheila, a patch, a decal, and a mystery cigar. A mystery cigar. Yeah, there's it's an unbanded cigar. It's just an extra bonus mystery cigar. And if you can tell me what it is after you get it, then uh, I'll send you another one. Oh, like really, really, it's a mystery cigar. You, like it's not that you haven't chosen it yet. It's like it, it doesn't have a. You're not putting a band on it. It does. What did I say? It does not have a band. I know what cigar it is. Okay. But it does not have a band. It's an unbanded cigar. Okay. So if they can tell me who the manufacturer was or come close to that, then I will send them out another cigar. 
because some people have really good talents, really good palates. So whoever's next week's winner is, if you can get that, when you get that cigar and you have that mystery cigar in it, because you're getting the Nova cigar, which is is beyond doubt one of the finest cigars I've ever had. But also in that, you're also going to get the patch, the decal, and the mystery cigar. Well, aren't you getting clever with your prizes? Yeah. And that way they have a they have a chance to win a double bonus on that one because we're just building up. To the Father's Day mega bonus giant giveaway. Are you going to do it? Are you going to do it? Mega, 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 mega. Mega, mega. mega Father's mega, Day. Father's Day. Father's Day. Giveaway. Giveaway. So silly. We need to insert sound effects now. You like that echo effect on there, though. Yeah, that, yeah. that was cute. That was pretty cool. Yeah, you it? got creative. Yeah. And you so occasionally do. For Father's Day, that Sunday, we're having this huge giveaway. And we're going to be building it up till then. And I'm going to post it on the Instagram. And it's real easy to get involved in this one. It's going to be just like all our other ones. All you got to do is go email me, alromanthegoodcigar.com, or go to the website where you can register and put that in there. It says, hey, here's my name, and we'll get you registered on there. And uh, it's just it's just that easy. And we don't sell your email. We don't do any of that. All we use it for is just the giveaways. And the Mega Father's Day giveaway. Nova is so gracious and they were like hey y'all do such a good job with what you're doing and we love your fans that we are going to give away three five packs of nova cigars nice and in those prize packs so there's going to be three winners is that what i saw come in last week the those are nice packages yeah so there's three packages so we're going to have three winners for this thing and the third place winner is mm-hmm. going to get the five cigars in there. And they're going to get a decal and a patch. So do they have to be a father or have a father? No. this <laughs> God almighty, you're killing me, woman. You're killing me on this show, baby. Where's your cigars? Where's your cigar? I, I, come on, I cracked myself up. Yeah, apparently my mojitos are pretty good because they're kicking in, aren't they? Well, it's almost gone. We'll, we'll take a break here after this. But okay. So the third place winner is getting the five-pack Nova cigars plus a patch and a decal. The second place winner is getting the five-pack of Nova cigars plus a shirt and a patch and a decal. And the first place winner for this is getting a five-pack of Nova cigars plus a lighter and a cutter that I have. I had I have a nice, uh, very nice, nice cutter, and I'll post pictures of it there, and a very nice lighter, uh, quadru- I think it's a triple flame lighter uh, wow. that's, that's going in there with it, plus a shirt, plus, oh, and each one of those also get Tequila Sheila. Wow. So, I mean, that's, okay. that's just, we're just keep throwing that stuff in there. And the number one winner, too, will also get the HumiSmart pack, a huge pack of HumiSmart packs in there as well. So I'm telling you, we're going to throw in Tequila Sheila, HumiSmart, the five pack, and the, and we have, and for that one, three winners on that one. Well, normally we only have one. This is going to be three winners on this show for that one for the Father's Day Sunday, which is the 21st. Mm-hmm. Very cool. For that Sunday night show, we're going to have three winners on that one, and they're all going to build up to the three. I noticed you didn't do that for Mother's Day, just for Father's Day. Like once again, if you feel my pain, you're gonna you feel some me. pain. <laughs> See, I'm, so what? What? I'm always abused on this show. You're I'm like, not. I do all the work. No, well, okay, yeah, you do all the work, but you enjoy it. <laughs> what? You enjoy mowing the grass and sweating your ass off. Yes, baby, I do. Really. <laughs> that is one happy bird. He heard about the prize packs. He's like, look. I'm a dad. I'm a dad. I'm a cardinal. I'm a dad. All red mm-hmm. fluffy. I want the prize packs. So we're going we're gonna to talk about that on every show up until the deal. And I'm going to put the registry out now because I want to get a lot of people interested in this one. So if you know someone, tell them how to get to it. Go to thegoodcigar.com and tell them to get registered for the giveaway because we're going to have the mega giveaway. Mega, 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 The mega Nella is right here by the window. <laughs> what is she she is a cute dog. That is a cute yes. baby. Yes, she is. Man, we have some cute dogs. So now it's now that we've talked about that, okay. now it's time for the Ask Melissa. Oh, my goodness. And this week, it's brought to you by Akeen Brown. Okay. Akeen Brown wrote this in here, and he said, Would you rather speak to animals or know other people's thoughts? Oh, that's a good one. I was like, yeah. that's a good question. And Akeen, for you sending in this question, I'm going to send you a shirt out. 
Okay. You just uh, let me know what your size is, and I'm going to send you a shirt out. And as always, when you send in a Ask Melissa, and we use the Ask Melissa question on the air, I'm going to send you out a shirt, a good cigar shirt, just for asking that for asking the question we use on the air. So, Akeen Brown, I mean, people are winning stuff. You're I mean, just, just, you're just very a, generous. I'm giving it stuff away, baby. So, would you rather speak to animals or know other people's thoughts? Hmm. Um, I mean, because both of them are really kick-ass, really. I mean, like, if you could talk to animals and wherever you went, like, bear in the woods, you know, like, don't eat me. He's like, all right, no, dude, I'm, I'm just... You're cool. I'm just, I'm, you're cool. Thanks for... I got to go take a shit. That's why I'm in the woods. And you go like, oh, okay, dude, I'll leave you alone. And then you can just go on your way, right? And not get eaten. You just answered an age-old question <laughs> right here on, on radio. I did. I did. Um, I think I would – see, I, I feel like I speak to animals already. I know what my dogs are saying. They're saying, feed me, pet me. Pretty much all the time. Um, so or know other people's thoughts. Because knowing other people's thoughts, you could go like, you know what? He's lying to me or she's lying to me. Or you know what? If I push a little bit harder, I'm going to get that promotion. You know what? If I just say this, I can get that promotion. Or I can do this over here. Oh, you know what? I know what those lot winning lottery numbers are going to be. Because you can read their thoughts and go, oh, this is what it is. Well, they don't know what the winning numbers are going to be. I'd, I'd go to Vegas for, for darn sure. Oh, yeah. 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 You know what the other people's hands are. Oh, he's got to. Like, oh, yeah? You're going to raise me? Okay, I'll raise you everything. Yeah, how is that? Yeah. Your pair of threes? I yeah. can beat your twos. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. So we can, I mean, either way. And if you could talk to animals, can you imagine what kind of uh, TV stuff you would get with that, being able to talk to animals? Uh, no. I I think, yeah, I I think I'm good with animals. I think I would just take other people's thoughts. And okay. I'd use it selfishly. And well, I'll tell you what. You take, anim- you take other people's thoughts, and I'll take animals. Okay. And we will rock the world. We will rule the world. We will rule the world. Because I'll just tell them, hey, t- Tiger, yeah, go eat him. No, why would you? No. <laughs> Tiger King. Uh, I, I, nobody would believe you. They that- would. I, I, I could ask the animal, uh, where are you going to go next? He's, I'm going to go uh, walk around the barn twice. Okay. Hey, he's going to go walk around the barn twice. And the thing goes over there and walks around Well, that twice. implies the tiger can count. If he can talk, he can probably count. Okay, you you do your thing. I'm going to do my thing. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to read other people's thoughts. Why are you encroaching on my thing? Yeah, can you read my thoughts now? Do you know what I'm thinking now? Yeah, I do, asshole. What? What? <laughs> my potty mouth. That's well, you're nothing. the one who thought it. No, that's not anything what I was thinking. I was thinking, your drink's getting low. I need to go make you some more. That is not what you were thinking. That's exactly what I was thinking as you pulled that drink up in the straw. As you were pulling that up and doing that, that's what I was thinking. How how dare you, woman? How dare you? It is empty. Apparently so. They're Slurpee. Yeah, Slurpee. Slurpee McSlurpee. All right. Well, let's take a quick break, and uh, I'll make you another mojito. Thank you, my love. And uh, we can finish up smoking some more of this cigar, because it mellowed out so much. Yeah, it's it's mellow. Yours was m- more mellow than mine. Yeah, it. Uh, <laughs> it's the same damn cigar. Um, they were probably rolled by the same person, dear. I mean, I was like, well, this is. It tasted no different. Yours was better. Okay, um, it's got a little bit of the spice in there. I'm still getting some a uh, little bit of the baker's chocolate in there, and I now I'm getting so, sort of the coffee in there. It's uh, but it's really no power, no flavor is overpowering one part of the cigar or the other. It, it's more like coffee grounds. You know, it's got it does kind of have a little bit bitter to, bitterness yeah. to it. it? Just uh, it's, it's not, not bad. It's just not. It's just not a you know like a, a remarkable cigar. It's good. I like it. Um, it's just not something that blows me away. But it is a good cigar, and I would definitely uh, smoke another one. Uh, I think I can buy, if I'm going to spend, go ahead and spend 10 bucks on a cigar, I think I could buy a, you know, a, a different cigar that I would like probably like more. Uh, but, you know, it's it's really nicely wrapped. The burn mm-hmm. has been a- absolutely perfect. I mean, you've got over an inch on that ash, and it's just... Go ahead just, and say it. You got, a, it. you got a nice ash, baby. Thank you. <laughs> there you go. That's what yeah. I was looking for. Yes. And uh, the wrapper's good. It's got a great draw, smoke out on it. It just doesn't have a bunch of fla- a lot of flavor in there. It's just uh, it's they're all pretty much straight across the board now, nice and smooth. But uh, it's a still a good cigar. To me, this would be better priced if this was like a seven dollar cigar. It yeah. would be like you know what that would be a good. This would be a good morning coffee cigar, 
or uh, just a, hey, you know, just wanna, I don't want anything really expensive, but I want a decent stick, this would be it. Now, it looks a lot more expensive than what it is, but uh, that's the way it goes. So let's... Uh, I, I think it's, for me, it's so full flavored. I think it's more of a winter cigar. I'm not um, even, I don't know where you're getting the full flavor. But well, that's, you know, that's, everybody has a different, different thing. Yeah. And if you got that, then that's what you get. I mean, that's okay. I too. like a creamier yeah, so you of... like a little bit, you like a light to medium. And it, for me, this right here, this is just uh, right at medium, at best. Medium, you know, just under medium. It's hmm. really not that uh, strong. Like the other one we had the week before, that was much stronger cigar. Oh. The... No, no not, thought... the, not the Nova. The, which one did you do last week? Damn, it I was, slept I remember then. it was $6.40. What oh. was that? Oh, that was the... Uh... Man, we're good. You know, I'm old and I can't remember this shit anymore. No. Yeah. But it was a good cigar. All right, well, let's take a quick break. More rum. More rum. Hey, well, we're back from the break. Thanks for hanging out through the break. And I uh, got us more mojito because uh, one God. was not enough. And we got a lot of ice in there. It is hot outside, but, man, we're in the shade. Uh, there's a little breeze blowing. We have mojitos, and we have a good cigar. And I'm reading your thoughts. <laughs> what am I thinking now, dear? Later, baby. Mm-hmm. Make you blush. So, now, let's... Uh, Let's continue on with our great show here, and uh, don't forget to go to thegoodcigar.com where you can get all the content and you can get uh, buy our our cool stuff, our patches and our decals and our shirts. And register. And register for the giveaways, because we got that big one coming up, the mega, mega Father's Day giveaway. I giveaway, got a big giveaway. one coming up. That's what she said. <laughs> that is exactly what she said. Oh my God, that was funny. Okay, so, uh, you know, let's get into the uh, Menage a Trois Cigars of the Week. It's time the, for the, what? the Menage a Trois Cigars of the Week. Wow. Mm. So, uh, this week, you know, I smoked the Nova Mirage. I had, it, it's just a great summertime cigar. Now, don't get me wrong, it's a 6x60. Six it's a big old boy. And I normally don't like too much, anything really over 60. But that one right there is a, it does have a nice feel to it. I don't it. think I've had the Mirage. I've had um, the Congress. I've had the Leo Yeah, X. I haven't given you the another one, um, but I will next time I'm smoking, and I'll give it to yeah. you. Yeah, you can try it. It's it's a really good cigar. It's especially you know it's got a uh, that wrapper on there, and I, I want to say it's a Connecticut wrapper, and but it's got some really good flavors into it, and it's just so smooth. And the fuck of the summertime heat, and we're like, you know, I really don't think I want a really heavy, heavy cigar, you know. It just is really nice, especially in the mornings with my coffee I've had. I've enjoyed the heck out of that. Just the sun's coming up. It's still cool, and it's the birds are chirping. It's just a nice time to enjoy that. And then I also went back to one of my favorites of all time is the McAuliffe Medallia. I enjoy that medallia you still. You do. You know, you just kind of, you get into it. You're like, all right, I've had it for a while, and I'm re- it's one of my favorite cigars, and you're enjoying those cigars. And you you just kind of, you know, it's not that you're tired of them, but you just want something different. So we've been smoking different stuff. And then the other day I was like, you know what I haven't had in a while is a medallia. It's time for a medallia. And uh, that was, it, it reminded me once again why I love the McAuliffe medallia and what they do. Just a great cigar. And uh, so does uh, Rob Jones from Cigar Talk. He, that's his, he loves those. That's his go-to. Yeah, that's his go-to cigar. Uh, if you haven't listened to that show, listen to that show. He, greatness on the show there. And also listen to... The Straight Cut, which has got two guys on there. You're absolutely going to love them. They go into cigars. They talk about cigars. They love cigars. And then also um, the Cigar Pulpit with uh, Nick and Gator. Your your bros, your your brothers. Yeah, yeah. That we're just, uh, <clears throat> I enjoy talking with them. I enjoy listening to their shows just like uh, they listen to mine. It's a, it's a great deal. So when you get a chance to listen to those in there. And then uh, I had the Oliva V. Milano. And yeah. it's one of my, it's. It's one of those top tier cigars that I've always loved, and they came out with that. It sounds expensive. Uh, I want to say it runs like around fourteen bucks, sixteen bucks. Okay. Uh, but it's a real. But that's for the bigger, larger one. That's the you know, the, it's like a Churchill size. And but it's a good long smoke. But it is so good and tasty every single time. It's kind of like getting a Padormo, not a Padormo, but a, a, a Padron. You know, they're always just good. It's and, reliable. Well, and even reliably. the Perdormo is always, always good. But yeah, it's just it's just a good cigar all the way through. And every most shops have them. They all can get them. They all have those in. So try that one out. That's a great one. So have you ever 
like really loved a cigar and then not had one in a while and gone back and smoked one and you're like, ooh, this is not. Like they um, changed the recipe or something? I, I have. And uh, one of the cigars, and I think, and I don't know why, but I think it's ch- I think it's changed because they just don't taste the same. Because I still have some aged ones, and that is the uh, Liga Provita T9. Oh, and yeah, you used to bu- smoke those all the time. I smoke those all the time. And I still have some from that are three years old now. Yeah. And uh, I have those in there. But, like, the, it wasn't too long ago. I went to the shop, and I saw they had some in. So, you know, I'm going to grab a couple more. And I brought them in. I let them rest in my humidor, for, even though they were came from the humidor from the shop. I let them rest in there for a couple of weeks. You know, I'm like, you know, it's time to get one of those out. But I wanted to, I've got my aged ones just kind of sitting in there. I just want to see how they change in flavor. Mm-hmm. And so I took the, the new one out. And it just did not taste the same. I'm like, something hmm. is different about this. And uh, I heard somewhere that they had the tobacco, they changed a little bit of it, or it was a different, you know, because as tobacco, just like wines and uh, spirits, when the weather changes, even though it's from the same field of grapes when they're making the wine, and it's the same grape, nothing has changed. And they do the same process one year because the it got a little bit less rainfall or the humidity ch- humidity changed and it just kind of changed that tobacco huh. and i think that's what happened so i'm not for certain but i think that's what happened because it just doesn't it doesn't taste the same and uh, so but i have some cigar good cigar news and this is from a cigar aficionado cigar factories around the world reopen after closing for pandemic Many of the world's handmade cigar factories were forced to shut down during the height of the coronavirus pandemic. Today, most have reopened their doors and cigars are once again flowing into distribution channels. The factories aren't the same as they were before, however, and many have instituted changes to keep their workers safe as the virus continues to be felt around the globe, having claimed hundreds of thousands of lives. After roughly two months' closure, Arturo Fuente, one of the world's largest makers of handmade cigars, resumed production on May 11th. Everybody's wearing masks. Everybody is far is far from each other," said Ciro uh, Casquela, chief executive officer of the Fuente. When they come in, we take the temperature, and when they go out, we take their temperature again. So they're doing social, you know, they're spreading them out. They're making them more mask, and they're doing what it needs. But they're getting reopened, which means they're back to making cigars, and that's the most important thing. They're, we're getting back to making cigars and doing. Is that why I heard the church bells ringing the other day? <laughs> Probably so. Just saying. Al knew. Al, I knew. I was like, so there's something different in the air. I could tell. There's the cigar factories are back open. I can yeah. tell in Nicaragua. Yeah. Well, I'm happy for you, baby. Yeah, that's good news, isn't it? Yes. And I've got some uh, some funny news. Some kind of cute, interesting. You're cute and interesting. <laughs> see, see how see how well those mojitos work. Just keep me liquored up. You were uh, angry kitten at the beginning of this, and now you're uh, happy I'm, purring, I'm purring kitten. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's see. Uh, car illicit barbecue found hidden under camouflage material. What? A British police department said the smell of cooking breakfast tipped them off to a barbecue and an entire car hidden under camouflage material. Purdock police said officers at the Stutland Dorset area detected a smell of breakfast being cooked Tuesday morning and followed the smell to an innovative attempt to hide the illicit activity. A busy morning down in Stutland, we found an innovative vehicle disguised as a uh, ferry road today. On Ferry Road, I'm sorry, disguised on Ferry Road today. It wasn't the camouflage that made us stop, but the stove cooking breakfast that we could smell whilst driving, police said in the Instagram post. Barbecues and other fires are currently banned in the protected area. So they have a, a protected area, and you can't barbecue there. It's like a park area. Okay. And because they're either the fires or what's going on with the drought over there, they can't can't do that. So the, as the officers were going by, they're like, do you smell bacon? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's going to be an unusual smell when you're going by, you know, this wooded, right. you know, this wooded park area. And you're like, that's a pretty distinct, you know, sm- do you, sm- you know, smell haggis or whatever else they were. <laughs> haggis, weirdo, bacon, yeah, yeah, whatever it is what they were cooking up. But they smelled breakfast, right? And you know the smell Kippers. of breakfast. I can be a dead asleep, and if you cook breakfast in the morning, I, I can that'll wake me up. The smell of coffee. And biscuits and gravy. Because your life sucks. Yeah, because I haven't had you haven't done that for me in a while, but it's okay. I did and, it just the other day. I brought you breakfast oh, in bed. Remember? Okay. Oh yeah, you uh, made the sandwich, didn't you? Breakfast the, sandwich. Yeah, the breakfast sandwich with the runny egg. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, and the, the avocado. Yeah. So I take it back. 
Yeah, you did good. So, but you can, I can, I mean, you can, that'll wake you up, and that's a great smell. So, they're as they're driving down in the morning here, down that, checking the park out stuff, they're like, somebody's cooking bacon. And someone had put a, I saw the picture of it on this car, and they had put over the car in the back camping where they were trying to do, you take out this barbecue, was uh, one of those, like, military nettings. <laughs> What? That's a, were they living out there? No, no, they weren't living out there. They just wanted to go have breakfast and cook out there. That's what they wanted. Well, that's weird. <laughs> that's what I thought, too. I could it's just like, see him in jail. <laughs> what are you in for? I'm in for armed robbery. I killed a guy. I made breakfast. I made <laughs> I made haggis. <laughs> <laughs> haggis is... That, that, no, you don't fry haggis, I don't they, think. No, but they cook it up, and you can have they have haggis for breakfast. That's Blood sausage. <sighs> Crepes? I, I'm, I don't know what to do with you. I really don't. French fries? French? French yeah, fries? stuff. <laughs> I don't know. That's just what I had. I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah. Yeah, pretty funny. That's, I was like, huh. That's what they got. I hope that's, they didn't. They just got a ticket, I'm sure. I don't know. Well, whatever they got. I mean, it, it's in a protected area where you can't because they're afraid of the coals and the fire and stuff like that. Hmm. And, if, and granted, if you've got a military netting over your deal, uh, you, you've put some effort into that. And thank God that didn't catch on fire and catch the rest of the forest on fire. So uh, what do you think of the mojito? I'm thinking it's pretty spectacular. Oh, my God. That is the perfect day on a hot day like this. Just perfect. I, I don't know. Did it ever mellow out anymore for you, yeah, your cigar? It's, it's not my go-to cigar. Yeah, you really, you really have. You're locked into those novas that you really, really enjoy. Okay, so I'm spoiled. Yeah, whatever. That's okay. I think it's a good cigar. Uh, this Balmoral uh, Oscuro is a. I think it's a good cigar. It's not a great cigar. It's nothing like, you know. I would like. Hey, buddy, you so need to try. Your Magdalia. No, no, it's it didn't grab me like that. It's still a good cigar, and, and it, like I said, at nine dollars, almost ten bucks, um, it's it's a good cigar. Um, if that's if they had only other choices and they had this one and they didn't have anything else good, but they had this one, this would I'd be like, no, that's still a good cigar. So yeah. when asked me, I go, try it out and let, let me know what you think about it. Try it out. And if you've had it and you go, Hey man, I love that cigar. It's something different. I want to know that too. If you go, you know what? I got the same thing. It just, it was a, a good cigar, but it just didn't overwhelm me uh, as being a great cigar. Then let me know that too at Al Roman of the good cigar. If it's com. your favorite cigar, I want to know. And if it's your favorite cigar, let Melissa know. Because she wants to know. Inquiring minds want to know. Yeah. It probably is somebody's favorite cigar. Mm-hmm. It's just not mine. Yeah, that's okay. That's what uh, the great thing about cigars is. You can not like it or like it, and uh, someone else could go, this is the greatest cigar ever. Another mm-hmm. person goes, no, that tastes like dog turd. So this is a good cigar. It's not a great cigar. Um, now, the construction build, I got to say, is that's it, probably what yeah. gave it the higher ratings. Yeah. It wasn't so much the flavor, but the construction and build has been flawless. I mean, inch and a half ash that still you kind of have to tap to get off there. It'd probably go long. I could probably get a two or three inch ash if I wanted to, how well this thing is constructed and the perfect burn line that's on it. And the, the draw is absolutely perfect where I like it. Um, and it's, it's a good cigar, just not my greatest. Had it had more flavor into it, it would have been a little bit higher up there. It probably, I could see giving it a 92. I can't see that it getting a 92, but hey, that's that's what everyone's opinion is. I would be willing to try this again in the winter, in the winter when it's not 96 degrees out So here. you can bitch and moan that it's cold outside. Now it's cold outside. It's really cold outside. I just think it's a, it's not a, <laughs> it's not a summer cigar. I don't. Uh, well, I, I, I think it's a, a fine summer cigar right here. It's a medium. It's got a little bit of flavor, but it's not overpowering. It's not like a really heavy steak meal or something. Uh, it did go good with the mojito, though. I got to yes. say, it paired really well with the mojito. Another, neither one competed with each other, and the sweetness on the uh, mojito with that mint, with the freshness, the coolness with the cigar here, the flavor, did pretty well. But wouldn't you say? Yes. Would you say I did a good job with that? The mint cleanses the palate. You're just making <laughs> you're just making shit up, aren't you? No, mint does cleanse your palate. Oh, well, okay. you should know. You've had a lot of mint right there. My Palette got stretched and cleansed <laughs> That's today. Right. That's right. Well, we want to thank you for listening to The Good Cigar. Remember, life is too short for bad cigars or bad liquor. I'm your host, Al Roman, and is with me always my co-host, The Melissa. The Melissa. We'll Aww. see you next time. Bye.